Hi, I'm Kia Damone. I'm a Florida-born chef, writer, host, and recipe developer. I served as an executive chef of a New York City restaurant at the age of 24 and became Cherry Bomb Magazine's first culinary director at 25. In 2021, I founded Kia Feeds the People, a budding mutual aid effort focusing on food apartheid in Brooklyn. I'll be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month, we're talking about tastemakers. We're celebrating the Black chefs, cooks, and food historians who created new food ways and preserved important culinary stories of the past. Today, we're talking about the pastry queen of Rhode Island, an enslaved woman whose baking skills paved the way to freedom for her and her children. Let's talk about Duchess Kwamina. Duchess Kwamina was born on the Gold Coast of Africa, sometime between 1739 and 1753. In the middle of the 18th century, Duchess was captured from her home and taken across the Atlantic Ocean to Newport, Rhode Island. At the time, Newport was a hub of the North American slave trade. In the 18th century, about half of the voyages carrying captives from West Africa docked in Rhode Island. That's about a thousand ships. White inhabitants of Newport were dependent on the work of the enslaved Africans who performed agricultural labor, as well as artisanal work like stone carving and baking. After Duchess Quimina was brought to Newport, the well-known attorney, William Channing, bought and enslaved her. She began working in his household and quickly became known for her baking talent. In 1769, Duchess met and married John Quimino, an enslaved man also living in Newport. Now, I'd say getting to marry someone famous for their baking skills is pretty much exactly like winning the lottery. But four years into his marriage with Duchess, John also won the actual lottery. He used his earnings to buy his own freedom. Then, he became one of the first black men to enroll at Princeton, where he was trained to be a missionary. But John's missionary hopes were put on hold when the American Revolutionary War began. He enlisted in the army in hopes of making enough money to buy freedom for Duchess and their two children, Charles and Violet. But in the fall of 1779, Duchess got terrible news. John had been killed in battle. Shortly after, Duchess gave birth to their third child, Catherine. The task of providing for her family now solely fell to her. In less than a year, Duchess had managed to buy her freedom for herself and for all three of her children, presumably by selling her baked goods. She would make pastries in William Channing's oven and then sell them all across town to locals. Although Duchess was now a free woman, She still worked as a servant in William Channing's home. She cared for William's son, William Ellery Channing, who later became a well-known Unitarian priest and strident abolitionist, no doubt thanks to Duchess's early teachings. And of course, she kept baking, cementing her reputation as the most celebrated cake maker in Rhode Island. Her specialty, a frosted plum cake. When influential people came to Newport, they were usually greeted with Duchess's pastries. According to some accounts, she even served her cakes to George Washington. Two years after buying her family's freedom, she was able to move into her own house with her children. But she still spent time at William's home, 
using his big oven to bake her pastries. Duchess died when she was around 65 years old. She was buried in God's Little Acre, one of Newport's oldest public cemeteries, which holds 200 freed and enslaved Black artisans. William Ellery Channing, the boy Duchess had once cared for, wrote the epitaph on her tombstone, describing her as intelligent, industrious, affectionate, and honest. In 2017, the tombstones in God's Little Acre were restored, and the legacy of Duchess was given new life. All month, we're talking about tastemakers. For more info and recipes from this month's Womanikins, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.